This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? I make you laugh? How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter... Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time. <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. You really are a funny guy. Light em up, light em up, light em up, everybody. Broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, as a penance for Mr. Jonathan, blowing off last week's show with two cigar celebrities and a no-show for Mr. Jonathan. We have him blindfolded. Mr. Jonathan, blindfolded for the whole show. And why? Why not? I, I was burying my grandfather. Because, That's uh, not taking a day off. That's a family obligation. Once and for all, we're going to find out if Mr. Jonathan is a member of the Cigar Authority. Does he know <laughs> what he's talking about? Something must be going on big in Nicaragua, in a Nicaraguan factory, because key blenders are leaving. We'll talk about that. And gentleman Chuck Morrison will get debonair. We have some cigar news. And uh, the mailbox. Uh, we got uh, mailboxes exploding. We've got lots of stuff to uh, tell you there. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. <clears throat> Mr. Jonathan. It's your cue, buddy. Cue to what? And welcome to, we've I, been doing it for four I years like this. I can't read it and because you I have a listening. blindfold. You are listening? You are listening to Chuck Morrison tell you about what you're <laughs> listening to because I don't have it memorized. Come on. Come on. Dude. Do your best. Go ahead. Give it a try. All right. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, obviously. Yeah. Um, and that's all I got. Wow. Really? Four years of doing it's, the same it thing. It doesn't even... I thought your senses are supposed nothing. to be... be That's not, you don't have, there's no sense of <clears throat> memory. Yeah, memory. Go ahead. How about this? The only radio show in the U.S. and perhaps, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, Mr. Jonathan, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop. The Worldwide Headquarters. Two Guys yeah. Smoke Shop in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. The, the only going? thing that doesn't say it on the script, the Worldwide Headquarters, he brings that in. <laughs> it doesn't even say it. And he, and he says it each time. That he remembers. <laughs> the only show that just doesn't allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. Again, doesn't say that. <laughs> Tune in at thecigarauthority.com. Correct. Watch us live or catch the podcast on demand. At any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it. Hey! See, I pretty much nailed that. No, I don't think about it. Pretty nailed. much nailed it. <clears throat> All right. So uh, this week, we, uh, we, we've done blind taste tests in the past, and this is a radio show. Most people can't see what's going on. If you're on thecigarauthority.com, we actually have a live video that happens uh, at 12 noon Eastern every Saturday, and you could actually see us do this. Why you would want to do that normally would have no reason to. But um, today's show, you might want to see this. Yes. But you can also watch this. Well, um, for people listening, <clears throat> I should give them a slight physical description. I do not have my shirt on. 
And uh, I'm wearing pasties over my nipples. That's not true. This in the shape this of week, wrestling masks. That, that was a couple of weeks ago. And then, uh, which is what he had. But he has. Well, I'm blindfolded. I don't know what I'm wearing. <laughs> he's blindfolded, and he's wearing a blindfold from one shot, one kill. <laughs> this is the uh, blindfold. What is it really? It's, it's really a bandana. bandana. Yeah. Now, um, you are blindfolded, and you can't see a thing, right? I you can't, can't see, see dump, shadow. Dump water on my head. You can't do anything, right? I'm throwing a. I feel wind <laughs> going by my <laughs> head. I'm nothing. assuming that you're swinging at okay. me, but so nothing's happening. Wow. Nothing's you can't happening. see underneath. You, if, you, if you put showed something on there, because it ruins everything. If you, if it, it really doesn't work. Hang on, let me see if I can see how many fingers I'm holding up. Nope. No, <laughs> don't see anything. <clears throat> Okay, so we've done blind taste tests before. We've been doing them for 20 years. That we take a band off a cigar and give it to the employees at the shop, and it it gets them to really learn about cigars because we there's a perceived feeling when you smoke a cigar and you actually see what the band is, even if it's a um, new cigar, but you'll see that it's made by so-and-so or whatever it is, or it's got a great graphic on it and it looks cool and you'd say, oh, this is good, this is from so-and-so, and you know something about it. You take the band off, you don't know that, but you actually can look at a cigar at that point and you can see the wrapper color. You pick up context clues. <clears throat> yeah. You know that certain people use certain wrappers. Or you look inside um, the foot of the cigar and you can see uh, the makeup of it. If it's swirled, with a, it's bunched in a swirl. If it's bunched in tubo. Um, so, you, you know, you, you know looking at the um, darkness of certain type tobaccos that are inside the tobacco and look at it and have a feeling of what's going to happen there. Um, today... Mr. Jonathan, and unfortunately, we all can't do it at the same time because um, nobody would be able to do the show, you know, because we have <laughs> things to read and things like that. So, uh, Mr. Jonathan was uh, nice enough to say. Nice enough to say. Is that what you're going with? He, he, to you say, okay. Handed I, me the freaking I, I, blindfold yeah. and said, put this on. He was nice enough to and say, I, said, I, don't, I don't quit again. What do you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, okay, I'll do it. So uh, he's doing it, and um, we are going to – the first cigar, he's going to actually smoke four cigars. We're only going to smoke two cigars during the show. Excellent. But this first cigar he smokes – Thank you, Mr. We're Garofalo. going to actually smoke the same exact cigar, or are we? Oh. Yes, we're going to smoke the same exact cigar. And for those that are watching – Yeah, I'll go up to the camera. Th there is no um, – there's no way, Chuck, for us to um, give the answer to, to the folks – Without Mr. Jonathan hearing, right? That's right. Yeah, so we can't say it. You can but type it in the chat box. Oh, you can type it in the chat box. But I'm talking about people listening on the radio. Yeah, well, if you're listening and not watching, you lose. Yeah, you can you can get a replay of it and see if it makes any difference. Uh, oh, Mr. Jonathan already did it, uh, even though he isn't supposed to do that yet because uh, – I needed to make sure in case it was going to take me extra time. Because he used this cutter and he actually cut it. But it's actually time right now to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax. <laughs> really? I'm by myself on and that actually one? actually lowered them. <laughs> Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition. And excellence. And excellence is right. So uh, this cigar, Mr. Jonathan, right off the bat... Without even tasting it, when you just cut it, don't go ahead of the game here. Sorry, I got you. Cut it before you're supposed to cut it. You, you, you uh, just you're batting out, out of man. order, man. Yeah. 
So we, we know when he is blindfolded or not blindfolded, he still doesn't do things the way he's supposed to do them, no matter what. By your definition. Listen, folks, this is a true story. Those that uh, we, we told it on the pregame. Sometimes we uh, another little added bonus when you listen to it on the CigarAuthority.com live before the show even starts. The show starts. Yeah, right. Uh, we we end up uh, broadcasting a little bit beforehand. When I got up here, um, he's blindfolded. He's already sitting in the chair. I went to go to the bathroom before uh, I go, just in case, because I'm not going to be able to run away. And um, I come back. And when I, when I was passing him, I rubbed up against his leg a little with my hand, touched his leg, and he instantly said, Ma? Instantly. True story. That was private. <laughs> <laughs> that answers oh. lots of questions right there. Every question. Yeah. <laughs> it's all answered now. It's all answered. His mother lives in Florida, but I rubbed his leg, and he said, Ma. Ma? <laughs> no, no, it was like a... With a question mark. Ma? Yeah. <laughs> But like a like a good question mark, like yeah, right. Is it that time again? <laughs> so, uh, what do you got before? As you were cutting it, you you could feel something. It's a torpedo. It's a torpedo, and it's not very long. So it's a short torpedo. It's a short torpedo. So right off the bat, what comes to mind is a c- cigar that specifically has a short torpedo, is Brickhouse. Okay. So I'm I'm not officially guessing Brickhouse. I'm just saying. But are we narrowing it? In? I know Brickhouse has a short torpedo. Now here's another thing. We may not carry this. This oh. may never have been out before. Oh, you could have grabbed a sample, you jerk. This this is something that may be coming out in the future. Mm-hmm. This may be a size of a brand that exists that doesn't. The new size is coming out. Or this might be a cigar that's been around for a while. Well, I'll tell you this. As the brick house torpedo. Because I can't use my eyes, I'm feeling. And there is a concaveness about how the end of the cigar was cut, leading me to believe Ah. that you did not use the cutter that you have on the table to shorten the cigar. This was cut at the factory with a specific tool that creates that little concaveness at the end, which I never would have noticed before. But if you feel the end of your cigar, you can feel how in the middle of it, it dips in rather than out. And you know if you cut with a regular cutter, you end up with a crown. You follow me? Yeah. So there is no crown. This was not doctored by anyone on the show. This is the length of the cigar. Now, the other thing... which That sounds very logical. I didn't expect this to happen. It could be very wrong. I didn't expect this to happen. The wrapper on this is like velvet. Therefore, it cannot be a Brickhouse short torpedo hmm. because that's a toothy wrapper. This is velvet, smooth. All right. We're going to light our cigar, including you. You have the lighter in your hand? I do. What is that lighter? This lighter. Hang on. If there's a flip-out thing, I know exactly. This is the Cobra lighter wow. by Vertigo. Vertigo. It's a triple jet with a giant tank. Uh you have to flip the top with your with your finger. There's no uh, spring action on it. It's twenty nine ninety nine, and uh, I'm guessing that mine is. Hang on, this one is gray. Is it gray? Uh, silver. Silver. I have a gray one. You All have right. a silver one. But you know fail. what? Fail. Very good. Not fail. Very good. <laughs> You're feeling a lighter and knowing what what it is. So, um, don't hurt yourself. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> But you're gonna you're gonna toast the, the cigar up. I'm not gonna do mine until I watch you do yours. Should we give a disclaimer? 
Yeah, don't try this at home, anybody. <laughs> this is really for professionals. Uh, not even a joke. I mean, this is crazy. He's burning his hand a little bit. He's pulling away. You know when you're feeling it, though, huh? Yeah. Listen, there's got to be blind people that smoke cigars, right? I doubt it. Really? Of course there are. Go to the right a little bit. You're not even on the cigar. There. Here we go. Maybe a little too close. Yeah, you're charming it, man. Pull off a little. This is not easy, man. All right, you might be enough. Go ahead. And here goes his beard and his mustache. Am I close? This is go awesome. a little closer. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Not bad. A little closer. One he's, more hit. Good. You're, you're there. He's doing better than uh, I, I've seen people do without a blindfold. Right. So this is uh, this is uh, the real deal here. So I'm going to toast mine. This makes it easy. The triple jet. You know, we, sh- we should have gave him a single soft flame or something and really watched some, some trouble happen. But Getting a lot of comments, Dave, with yeah. some uh, guidance, some advice. Well, what do you got? Uh, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Good call right there. There it is. A lot of people yeah, saying that. You probably don't want to put it down in the ashtray and try it later on. You just hang on to that cigar, right? Uh, speaking of uh, comments, um, we are not going to be giving away any prize today because Mr. Jonathan is the only one who knows how to do that. Uh, but still, if this is the first time you're listening and you've never done this before, text the word cigars with an S to 96000, and uh, get on our texting program where you would get a text in advance of the show to let you know what's going to be coming on. Uh, and get a chance to win prizes. You didn't get a text again uh, today before the show because uh, you're either not in on the texting program or we didn't Mr. Send Jonathan one. didn't send it because he had his blindfold on an hour before the show. Yeah. That's good dedication, though. Yeah. i got to give him credit. Well, I, I, I really was wasn't given much of a choice on that one, Chuck. He was, we had to get him used to it a little bit. I, I really didn't have to make him walk uh, all the way across from the office over to here. And put the furniture in front of him where he was walking. <laughs> That's messed up. I'm like, my ears aren't blocked, dude. I can hear the chair sliding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you could have picked it up. So uh, yeah, it just makes it all that much fun. So uh, this is a uh, normally where I tell you about this cigar. But instead of me telling about the cigar, um, tell us a little about the cigar. All right. There's a little, there's a little bit of a bite to it. Not a lot of bite, but there's a, it doesn't have... Uh, the, the flavor I get from Connecticut Shade uh, is a um, like a string bean kind of thing going on. The string bean almondine. It's not quite on. There's no almondine. I've on never this. had string don't, bean. Don't be ridiculous. It, it, it's a flavor in a cigar. That's because your palate's wrong. I guess. Um, there's a little there's a little bite to it, but it's also it's got some sweetness. There's some all right, stay with stay with it for a while. A little. Well, you couldn't be further off. Off, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> am I telling the truth? Or am I'm, I messing? With I don't it? get a sensing, bite. I'm sensing there's a. It's a shade. I think it's a shade cigar. All right, we'll see where we go. In marketing, a blind taste test is often used as a tool for companies to compare their brands to other brands. For example, the Pepsi Challenge is oh. the famous taste test that's been run by Pepsi from the beginning of 1975 as a method to show their superiority 
to Coca-Cola. Remember the Pepsi Challenge? No, you don't. You're too young. Of course you do. Mr. Jonathan? Yeah, I remember. Yeah? I, I don't know that you're talking to me unless oh. you say my name. <laughs> okay. I can't see you. For the record, guys, yeah. uh, Coke or Pepsi? I'm, Pepsi, uh, glass bottle. Well, glass bottle changes everything. If I'm going to drink soda, it's Pepsi in a glass bottle, period. I'm going to say Coke. Pepsi's too sugary. But the other guy blinked. A book by the president of Pepsi claims that it was the blind taste test that made the other guy blink. The Pepsi challenge is the example of the single blind taste test um, that had such great success, it forced Coca-Cola to change its formula. Number one, the biggest brand in the world, Coca-Cola, changed its blend to be more like number two, Pepsi-Cola, because of the blind taste test. And Coca-Cola made new Coke. The biggest mistake ever in history, in marketing and promotional history, was Coca-Cola buying into that exact thing. Six months later, classic Coke came back, costing Coca-Cola billions of dollars. Really? Was it billions? There was, billions. Um, there was a girl in the fourth or fifth grade that I went to school with. Her name was Crystal Coke. And this was when Pepsi Clear had come out. What was her name? Right Crystal after. Crystal Coke. Her name was Crystal Coke. So right after the Pepsi Challenge, Coke switches. They come back, and Pepsi Clear comes out. And that was the, all the rage. And uh, we were expecting Coca-Cola to jump ship and come out with Crystal Coke. And we used to tease her about it all the time. There we go. That's all I have to say about that. Taste tests are also a tool sometimes used by companies to develop their brand or new products. Tasting blind. At the Cigar Authority, in our, it, 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 uh, at the Cigar Authority and our retail shops, we have been smoking blind for many years. We take off the band. And not knowing about the cigar, uh, we give it to our staff to let them know, uh, let them get uh, the idea of what the cigar really is as opposed to be objective by seeing the manufacturer or some information that's on there's, there. Uh, there's pine. pine. There's a little bit of pine sawdust going on. I'm thinking there's uh, the CLE Quarenta has the pine flavor. However, they do not, to my knowledge, have a torpedo. So, therefore, it can't be that. So, you're working it. Today, for the first time, we put Mr. Jonathan through a double blind taste test. Um, He will not see the band. He doesn't even see the cigar. Totally blindfold. And this is going to be interesting to see what he has. It's interesting to actually hear um, some of the uh, things that he's saying. Those that are listening on the radio and not seeing it, you don't know what it is. Um, It's some people are laughing if that no, because he's so far off, maybe. <laughs> uh, or some people are saying, wow, this guy really knows what he's talking about. But it's interesting to see where he's going anyway. Mr. Jonathan, by the way, is the buyer of Two Guys Smoke Shop, which um, arguably is the highest volume retail cigar shop in the world. So he buys cigars for a living. This is what he does. And I'm not a crazy man. I give him the position to do this, so I think he knows what he's talking you about. You are not sane. Well, I'm <laughs> just going to say that. What? You're not a sane person. Yeah, I'm not sane anyway. Uh, so the question that uh, I want to ask you about the cigars you're smoking is, is it a natural? Is it a sun-grown? Is it a Maduro? It is uh, not Maduro. There is what's, what's coming to the palate now is that string bean seed kind of flavor to it. There's an oiliness. Get it is, the f*** 
fuck out of here. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not Maduro. There's too much dryness to it. So it is either a Connecticut shade or it is a um, Ecuadorian shade grown cigar. Okay. Is where I'm, is where I'm, I'm heading right now, now. Another important question is what is the size? This is a 5 by 54, 56. I'm going to go with my first guess, 54. Okay. And it's torpedo, obviously. 5 by 54 torpedo. Mild, medium, full-bodied? It is medium plus. Hmm. Hmm. This could be a sun-grown wrapper, man. What should it retail for? This cigar could fetch, I'd say, I would pay, I would pay in the $10 range. Okay. Great. Do you ask these questions for everyone that you blind? Oh, yes. yes. These are great questions. Uh, would you buy the cigar for the stores you work for? You're the buyer. Would you buy the cigar? I absolutely would. Yeah? Uh, would you buy it for yourself? I think that I have this cigar in my humidor. So the answer would be yes to that. Yeah. I have smoked this before. Okay. Now, what country of origin is the cigar made? This is Which the doesn't always mean what is the tobacco from, so I'll ask both questions. This is the toughest part. So I'm going to say that it is – I'm just going to go on a limb. It's – uh, U.S. Connecticut tobacco, um, but the filler and the binder is too mild and smooth, and there's an inherent sweetness to it to be Nicaraguan or Honduran. Although there was a tiny, tiny bite at the beginning, there wasn't enough of a bite to be full-on Honduran. So this cigar is Dominican. Okay. So uh, the, and I have one caveat. Yeah. The only thing other than than that is that you somehow got Nelson Alfonso to make a torpedo atabay. That's the I'm, really I want to just put that out there because this has some of those characteristics. So although it's it's too thick to be that. But I just want to reserve the right that you're messing with me big time on this <laughs> and say it could be. A torpedo Atabay, which is Costa Rican, I'd be way off. But it has that well-aged, really well-fermented tobacco taste on the mild side. Okay. He well, has, I like his logic. I like how he kind of thinks out loud about, yeah. his, about his answers here. It'll be interesting. Uh, okay, we'll see how uh, his answers come now that it's time for This Day in American Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. It is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's 
clear tones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Mr. Jonathan just ashed his cigar with a stand-up ashtray beside his leg, and he nailed it. <laughs> it went right in the ashtray. People have been saying that they like the new floor ashtray. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's so. that's there only because he's gonna he's gonna need it it's by his right hand. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, this classic day in American classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. Today is May seventeenth, uh, gentlemen. Ray Charles Leonard. Hang on a second. I can't write the answer down. I oh, can't even see better. Anything. I've been waiting for this one, brother. You can't write it down. No, I can't write it down. I- it's got to be leg- le- legible. All right, it's you're just going to say it because you're blind, man. Oh, right. Want me to write mine down? Yeah. Okay. Ray Charles Leonard. Anything? Sugar Ray Leonard. A.K.A. Sugar Ray Leonard, retired professional American boxer, motivational speaker, and occasional actor. He was given birth by the name Ray Charles Leonard after his mother's favorite singer, Mr. Jonathan. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. <laughs> That's who I'm going with. Leonard was the first boxer to earn $100 million in purses, won titles, uh, five Weight divisions uh, defeated uh, great uh, boxers as Wilfred Benitez, Tommy Hearns, eh, little thing with the Tommy Hearns thing, yeah. uh, Roberto Duran, Marvin Hagler, eh, little Marvin Hagler issue there too. Uh, Leonard was named Boxer of the Decade in the 80s. He was born today. What year was he born? What, <sighs> year, what year was he born? <laughs> well, I'm oh, is that <laughs> Ray? Ray Charles had to have been already uh, a performer, so I'm going to go 1969. 1969. Chuck, what do you think? I'm going to go with 1956. 1956? Two points. That's unbelievable. That is is an American stand-up comedian, actor, and television host, although he's best known for his family friend's role as Danny Tanner in Full House, original host of America's Funniest Video. Saget is also known for his very vulgar stand-up routines from 2000. Uh, I'm not going to give that information out. Uh, he also won How, How I Met Your Mother. He's the voice of uh, the people on there. Born today, what year? Born today, what year? Uh, 19... 1949, he says. Chuck, what what do you got? I'm going to go 56 again. 56? Oh, two points again. What? Two points again. What? That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Next up, Craig Ferguson is a Scottish born. It's four to nothing. Uh, Craig Ferguson, a Scottish born American television host, stand up comedian, writer, actor, director, author, and producer, and voice artist. Host The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, Emmy Award winner, Peabody Award for The Late Show. Uh, Ferguson also additional host for the Celebrity Night Game yeah. that's coming out real soon in late 2014. Craig For- Ferguson, born today. What year? Nineteen. Uh, 19- yeah, I'm going to go 49. 1949. What do you got, Chuck? I was going to say 56, but I'm going to go higher. I want to be a little bit more edgy and go for the doubles all game. 1962, final answer. 62, two points. That's unbelievable. Two that points. is unbelievable. There's no way you're getting three in a wow. row. Three in a row. We have wow. A new, I smell a rat. We have a new racket here so far. 
1907. Uh, oh, I almost said the date. <laughs> yeah. This is very ungentlemanly, I suspect. Rudy, are they cheating? <laughs> Kwesei Hussan. Kusei Hussan. Iraqi son of Saddam Hussein. Yeah. yeah. Uh, viewed by uh, Saddam Hussein's heir, uh, who, who ki- he killed, raped, and pillaged his people, uh, was assassinated on July 22, 2003, by troops of the 101st Airborne uh, in U.S. Special Forces. They killed him and his uh, 14-year-old son and his older brother at the same time. But happens to be his birthday today. Kusei Hussan is dead, but his birthday is today. Uh... What year? 1979. 1979. 1979, he says. No, he's 60s. He's like 65. I'm going to say 66. 66. Oh, my God. Two more points. Come on. Come on. Are effing cheating. <laughs> Chris, wow. There is no way oh my God. that he got four oh in a row. Oh, my God. It's eight to nothing. How embarrassing is this? I thought you... you this is picking you, on the you, handicap. Yeah, really? I thought your mind is more keen when you... Uh, when you no, it's the other senses, and yeah. I smell a rat. Do you? Died this day. LaDonna Adrian Guinness. G-A-I-N-E-S. Guinness. Anything? Nothing. Nothing. A.K.A. Donna Summer. Oh, all American right. singer and songwriter who gained prominence during the disco era of the 70s. Five-time Grammy Award winner, sold over 100 million records, uh, and uh, is one of the top-selling artists of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Boston, Massachusetts, I love to love you, baby. On the radio, bad girl, she died today. She was from Boston? She was. No kidding. She died today. Uh, what year? <sighs> died today. What year? 2008. 2080. He's says. close. He's close. It was like 2012. Two points. What? 2012. <laughs> guys are cheating. No, no. No way. Way. There's no way. No there way. is no way. Are you holding the paper up or does he have a copy of it? I'm he writing hasn't... it down. I'm writing it down. But I'm saying it out loud so you can hear it. Uh, happen this day. This is the last one. And this will be an all-time this world record crap. if it all happens. World, t- world record if this happens. Happen this day. The New York Stock Exchange, a.k.a. the Big Board, Wall Street, the world's largest, was formed today. Oh, easy. The first opening bell ever was today. What year? 1909. 1909. No, dude, it was way, way, way before that. Uh, If I get this... World record. World record. I get this. I'm it, punching you both in the commercial break. It was 1700s. Cheating. Late 1700s. 1792. He says 1792 for a new world's record with 12 points. Chuck Morrison gets Load 12 points. Of crap. <laughs> you guys are cheating more oh, than you ever cheated before. Oh, yeah. This American Classic Day in American Classic History brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at Two Guys. Cigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. <laughs> Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Hopefully, Chuck Morrison does his bit today on Debonair <laughs> on how not to take advantage of the handicapped. I don't know what you're I, talking about, Brian. I believe the two of you have done. No. Well, legit. When we come back, uh, another key player at Drew Estates, uh, maker of Acid, Liga Pavada, My Uzi Weighs a Ton, and many more is leaving. What's going on over there? Will they survive? The Cigar Authority joins consumers across the U.S. 
with the Diamond Crown Experience. We'll tell you what that's all about and how you can join us down at that. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Mr. Jonathan is blind and dumb, apparently. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the Internet. You're listening to the Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah. So smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. <laughs> and we're back live. From the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about the nonsense surrounding cigars. Uh, today, Mr. Jonathan is has a blindfold on. Biggest it's the piece double, of nonsense ever. It's the big, the uh, double blind cigar tasting. Uh, in uh, is he the real deal? Uh, we will see. Um, 
if he is for real or not. Welcome back, everybody, to Cigar Authority. Okay, uh, Mr. Jonathan, you're going to go through four cigars, so you're going to have to uh, give us the last answer right now. All right, the is, last answer is... What is it? It, it? it really, truly tastes Dominican to me, and I, I thought maybe just because of how well the, the tip was formed, maybe Zeno, but Zeno has a certain umami flavor, but the, and the, the wrapper on a Zeno feels like this wrapper, so it's a high-quality wrapper. I really, I got, I got nothing. What? I'm going with it's, it's, uh, shade grown Dominican. That's it. It is a dark Maduro. Um, it is the Onyx. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no envelope glue. No, not at all. No. Um, what other thing can I mess mess with you? you, you you're, you're pretty on. I mean, it, you, I got to admit it. It's, it's pretty good, and he he knows what he's talking about, folks. This is the Diamond Crown. This is Diamond Crown. You know what? I should Diamond Crown. I should have guessed that because well, be, one because of the size, but two that is up your alley because there's the Diamond Crown experience going on, and you never miss an opportunity to promote. So I should have guessed that. It's phenomenal. Not bad, Chuck. Though, no, huh? you know, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. I was going to ask you, Dave, out of yeah. all your staff, because you do this on a regular basis, you kind of took us through your process, who's the, uh, who's the best? Who's the best blind taster? The best is no longer with us. Um, it was Eric down at the uh, Nashua Really? Uh, I have got something to tell you about Eric. Yeah? He used to have Boyd text him the answers. No way. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Is that really true? 100% true. I found out from both of them. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He was not as good as he pretended. No, he wasn't. Why would you cheat? I don't know. You don't get any better by doing He would blow my mind. Yeah. You oh. sure? The when answers is... were texted by Boyd. That's What a scumbag. Who's also not with us That's anymore. That's right. And they both don't belong <laughs> with us anymore. Why Cheaters. would you do that? You learn nothing. Oh. Yeah. All right. So now that that's out of the equation, who's the best? Havey used to be very good. Ed's very good. You're very good. Yeah. Every, everybody's got it. Uh, Mikey's good. Yeah. How about Jess? How's Jess, the rookie? She's a rookie. Still. Yeah, she's yeah. still a rookie. Yeah. But uh, no kidding. What a letdown. Yeah. All hey. right. I'm ready for cigar number two. Okay. So I'm going to reach in my bag. I don't know why. I can put them right on the table. You can't <laughs> see anything. But I put them in bag so uh, nobody would end up seeing it. And are you, are you going to remove the band on Mr. Jonathan's? I the- would. I would think that's what you I know. Think. The band would have been, would have given it away. You think so? On Diamond Crown because it's a smooth band. Yeah. So I would have been able to pick that up. I would never have thought Zeno because Zeno has the embossed band. We're going to stay with our cigar. Good. We're just going to do uh, no sense in us going through them. Um, hang on. All right, that's a clue right there. Oh. Go, go. You don't want to smoke it. No, it's you not don't want to smoke uh, it. That's a clue. That's a big clue. That's a clue. Uh, it that's on. a little can Freudian I, I, slip right there. Can I see this on the TV? I'll bring it up. Hold on. Those that are watching uh, on our video feed, you can uh, if you if you're not watching it live and you are listening on the radio, you, what you can do, you can put your hand behind it and it'll probably focus behind that band. There we go. Um, what you can do is always watch the. The, the video. video after, yeah. Afterwards, you go to the Cigar Authority. Well, we're going to let you know what it is at, at the end of this segment, yeah, anyway, yeah. So it's not. Oh yeah, you're not a, completely lost. I'm going to take the band off it because it, it might be gigantic or it might be teeny teeny or, or anything like that, and it would throw you. Uh, isn't that interesting how he thinks? Now, do I tell you what side you cut? No, you can figure that yeah, out. Yeah, I can figure that out. I think. 
All right. It's a little soft. So are you. It's uh, slightly underfilled. Has it been doctored? You might have changed the the length of this one. You might have. You throw some curves, Dave, huh? I, I, I do sometimes. I like that. I may have not thrown any curves this week. Uh, doing this because he's doing it actually blind. But uh, I really didn't think he would be doing all the things he's doing now, actually feeling it, you know, really going through it the way it is. I wonder if I took that away from him also by um, actually cutting it and lighting it for him and putting it in his mouth and he can never touch it. Would would that have changed things? That would make it more of a handicap. Yep. Yep. We're going to have to try that sometime. On the the – the pre-light, it's very dry. There's a kind of a hay quality to it. Okay. Let's we'll see where he's going with this. He's, oh, he's lighting a cigar. Just want to make sure he doesn't burn his hand too much. Just a little bit would be funny, but. <laughs> <laughs> Careful with that. Uh, Dave, this is from the chat box. Yeah. Uh, for you. I'm going to hand it to you. Oh. Oh, he's got a note from the chat box. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, you'll, you'll <laughs> oh, let up. Jesus. Yeah, you burnt a little something. Go ahead. You got plenty lit. Am I smoking? <laughs> Come a little down. Yeah, okay, you're there. You're lit. Hold the sign right here. <laughs> That's on. That's, those are for our friends. You guys are childish, I'm sure. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Some... <laughs> Comment about dancing or something with men. Wow! Can you see this? Cannot see it. You gotta be kidding the me. The two of you that your amateur, <laughs> childish behavior all the time. Well, I gotta tell you, you get a point for that. <laughs> I dance with men. It says <laughs> it had to have been. Oh it my had god! To have been. What else? What else would you have me holding? Giggle. Oh my god! That's awesome. <laughs> that's crazy that you guessed that. Oh my god. He is good. Maybe yeah. we're just that predictable. What is this, a machine made? I'm not telling you anything. Nothing. But I'll tell you, we're smoking the Diamond Crown Torpedo Number 8, uh, Connecticut Fermented Wrapper, CFW. And this is the uh, short, as he guessed, the short uh, torpedo. And this is a newer size for them, right? This is their newer size. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's one oh, of the regular lines. Yeah. And they do make a... Uh, a short torpedo on the Brickhouse, which you said, which was pretty funny because Brickhouse, by the way, is a Nicaraguan cigar, not even gr- made in the same factory. Yeah, I was able to eliminate the fact it wasn't Nicaraguan. It doesn't taste Nicaraguan, but it, uh, yeah, just they make a short torpedo is, I happen to remember that. Yeah. Um, Father and Son Cigar Dinner coming up Saturday, June 14th. This is the day before Father's Day uh, with special guests, Father and Son, Hanky Kellner and Klaus Peter Kellner. Um, who's the guy that's going to be taking over uh, after Hanky moves on as a uh, blender and head guy? He's not going anywhere. It's not looking, but he's actually teaching um, uh, Klaus Peter, uh, setting him up. He's been with them for years. We're having a cigar dinner. This is our third annual cigar dinner. It's going to feature three Davidoff cigars and a full dinner provided by Salvatore's at Merrimack Street in Lawrence, Mass. Cocktail hour is at 5.30. Cocktail half hour, basically. 5.30. Dinner starts at 6 o'clock. Tickets are limited. Let me tell you, there's 20 tickets left. Wow. 20 tickets left. So this ought to go this weekend, I hope. 
and it's, and it'll be behind us. Um, and I had a feeling that this was going to happen. Uh, a pair of tickets, a pair for a father and son pair, is ninety nine ninety nine. Talk about a great Father's Day gift. Oh my goodness! Boom. If you uh, your father has left you, your father hates you and, uh, and won't come with you. Um, <laughs> if uh, whatever reason, In my uh, case, you, my father doesn't yeah, smoke cigars. Yeah, um, Ian may hate you. Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine. That's a distinct possibility. Fifty nine ninety nine per ticket. If, if if you don't, we want to we don't want to slam you out, but uh, we want the majority to be father and sons. It already is. So there's twenty tickets left. If you're interested, uh, come by or call Two Guys Smoke Shop and get in on the third annual Father and Son Cigar Dinner. This is the day before Father's Day, Saturday, June fourteenth. It's going to be a big day for us. Hang on, no. I can I can hear downstairs. Yeah, just yeah. sold two more tickets. There's right, like eighteen, 18 left. Nice. Okay. My sense, sense of hearing is unbelievable, unbelievable right now. Um, it is um, Saturday, June 14th. Father's Day is uh, June 15th. On Saturday, we'll have Hanky Kellner in the Salem store all day. So uh, if you're not coming to the dinner and you just want to meet Hanky Kellner, who is the living legend yeah. in cigars, he creates all Davidoff cigar brands along with a lot of other ones. Um, Hanky will be here. It'll be his first time we ever had him in an in-store appearance. We'll also have him on the Cigar Authority show on that day. Uh, looking forward to that. Ian and his son. Um, and continue this father and son um, thing. This, yeah. is, uh, this is moldy white bread. Wow. With, hang on. Go easy because it might be an advertiser. This is moldy white bread with sun butter on it. There's what is little, sun butter? It's sunflower seeds made into like peanut butter. There is some sweetness to it, but for the most part, I'm picking up uh, like a moldy hay. And judging by the size, this could be. Did you give me an Ashton? I did not give you an Ashton. And go easy with. Well, you know what? It's a cigar authority, and that's it. We're calling them as we see them, right? Well, or as I don't see it. No offense to anybody listening. I just. Yeah, it has a very mild. The only it's got this <laughs> flavor to it. There's a, there's, you don't like it? Well, I haven't smoked this often. It, it, could it be? Go easy, man. Go easy. You're <laughs> gonna beat something up. I'm not beating it up. I'm just saying what it is. This is what it tastes like. Yeah, and you know what? I don't have to worry about it. I'm the buyer. Okay. What are they gonna do to me? You, maybe they could say something about There's a lot of things going on in the cigar world, and things are changing right now. Uh, Nicholas Melillo, Melillo, M-E-L-I-L-L-O. Melillo? Melillo. Uh, he leaves Drew Estates. He leaves because nobody could ever pronounce his last name. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look who should be going easy. Uh, Nicholas is the tobacco man for Drew Estates. He has been for 11 years. He left the company. Uh, uh, this is following last year, right about the same time, uh, Steve Saka's um, yeah. leaving He's out. Nicholas' title was executive vice president of international operations, but much more than that, he was responsible for purchasing and monitoring the entire uh, production of the Nicaraguan company's tobacco operations. He also did the blending. Uh, he blends some of the company's most popular cigars, including, along with, uh, Steve Sacker and the Liga Provider Number Nine, the T52, the Undercrown. He also blended Kalua Java uh, along with others. Can you even say that those are blended 
They don't have to be because they're adding a flavor yeah, to them anyway. Just, but I will say this he about... He helped scrape the scrapings no, up off the floor. It's not true. Sprayed it. Uh, here's what I'll say about, you know, a lot of times with flavored cigars, um, they do use crappy, crappy tobacco because they're flavoring and anyway. This, and this cigar, not well-aged. This is low-priming. There's a, a, a Now I'm picking up ammonia that's like sand leaf. Too much of it. Uh, Liga... Um, Back onto the story, uh, Drew Estates uses, and I've taken the cigars apart. They use great quality tobacco through and through. I don't know why they do on something that they're going to flavor anyway. They wouldn't have to, but it is really good tobacco to begin with. And when they they, they hate the uh, um, F word, right. which is flavored, flavored. Uh, they call it infused. Um, so let's say infused or whatever process they do. When the FDA gets a hold of it, we're going to find out exactly what's in it and, and what they do. But anyway, um, something's going on there um, where Steve Sacker has left. Um, and also, by the way, Steve Sacker's personal blend was the Liga Pavada. Oh, really? That's what he made for himself because he didn't like the infused cigars also. Right. Uh, at the time, they also made a cigar that I happen to like a lot. Um, why can't I remember the name of it? Cabanetta. No, Cabanetta is Hoy de Nicaragua. This was um, the Triangle. I have a sign in my office. It was a Connecticut Trinidad. Shade. Connecticut Shade. Oh, my God. Oh, um, Chateau Real. Chateau Real, Oh, yes. that was a wonderful yes. cigar. It was. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was good. Butter. Um, but uh, Steve had the Liga Pavada because that was his taste profile. And um, Nicholas created the Dirty Rat for himself. So that's where that came from. Huh. Uh, Nicholas says, I'm extremely grateful to Jonathan Drew for giving me the opportunity and believing in me. I'm also uh, proud of the Nicaraguan team. They have been like family to me, and we have come a long way together. Drew Estates Nicaraguan operation uh, has the capacity to produce over 100,000 cigars. It must be a day. Um, and employs 1,500 people, but not Steve Saka or Nicholas anymore. Is that something uh, that could be read into? I don't know. I'm re- trying to read into it, and I don't know. Um, <laughs> Nick Nicholas is uh, establishing a consulting firm for purchasing tobacco and blending. So he's going to take what he learned, hmm. and he's going to tell other people. Who on God's green earth is going to hire a consulting firm in the tobacco industry? It's such a small industry. Yeah. Who, what, what's his market? Yeah. And how many times can you possibly, you know, how many factories are there? There's 20 factories. And, you know, let's assume you, you get 10% of those people, you know, it's two. (laughs) And then then what do you do? Right. Um, Well, anyway, uh, Nicholas is from Connecticut. Uh, he worked at the Calabash shop in Connecticut. That's where he started out and then joined Drew Estates. This is 11 years ago. Um, he worked for Drew Estates uh, in Nicaragua and remains a partner in Drew Estates. Hmm. From what I understand, they give a lot of people shares of stock in their instead company. Of when they were, well, not, I don't think instead of payment, but um, as additional to payment. Uh, so there's a lot of people who own shares of stock in there, unlike you own nothing of the Cigar Authority. Correct. Two Guys Smoke Shop or anything else that I've ever done 
so that when we cut ties, the, you're gone. Like a Band-Aid. I, I, know the, I know a little bit of this flavor here. Did you try to sneak? Is this an oddball size of, like, Romeo and Julieta? You want me to answer that? No. Uh, okay, so back on to Drew Estates. Enter Willie Herrera, 41 years old. He's been put in charge um, of the factory right now, uh, formerly of a small little tiny factory on 8th Street in Miami, El Titan de Bronze. That's where he came from. And I believe about a, two, three years ago, um, he was hired by Drew Estates to go over there. Um, and um, he made uh, a Herrera Esteli blend and has his own cigar, and I thought they were touring him around. Um, apparently now he has to get out of the U.S. and back to Nicaragua because somebody's going to run the operation over there. Someone's got to do it. <clears throat> Herrera was making cigars with Hoya de Nicaragua. He was making a new brand with Hoya de Nicaragua called Tortino, um, and now they say that the Tortino is going to be made by Drew Estates because that's actually where he's going to be every day, so... I guess you might as well make it there. Um, expected release date for that is going to be at the IPCPR trade show. It's the middle of May right now. Mm-hmm. June, July. It's in the middle of July. He's got two months to actually make it and have it at the show. It's tight. I doubt it. I doubt that happens. Hopefully. Uh, but I'm going to go with the end of the year. Maybe they'll show a cigar with a band on it, and there'll be no samples. You'll know that when you when you see Jonathan. But for him to pull that off in 60 days, if he does, he's awesome, and they got the right guy, and it'll be unbelievable. Um, nothing here says that anybody was fired or thing or anything like that. Um, I'm confused. I want to know what's going on there. I hope everything is fine. They're nice folks, and um, we're certainly not getting any information from soccer, or I would have him sitting beside us. Um, so he's keeping keeping calm and uh, not saying anything. Mr. Jonathan, you want to wait till we come back from the show to reveal this? Or that's a tease. I need uh, I need a little more time. All right, you I'm go, narrowing it down. You go through the break. And it's you... it is Dominican tobacco. You you did two Dominicans now in a row. Uh, so I'm actually starting to try to play you for the next cigar. I'm wondering where you're going with the next one already, but. It's Dominican. It's Dominican for sure. It's low primings. It's really not well fermented. I'll be making a guess when we come back. Okay. When we come back, Mr. Jonathan will continue to do it blind. And I got some tricks up my sleeve, including maybe the cigar he's smoking right there. We'll get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morris, and we'll do the quite the opposite. We'll do Old Fat Freddy in the aging room. And uh, we'll look into the mailbag, and maybe we'll have Mr. Jonathan try to read something with his... With, his, uh, <laughs> with Braille. Yeah, with Braille. It's too bad they don't make them the uh, shape of the letters. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, and when you're smoking with a blindfold, you just reach down, you feel which end is hot, and you keep that end out of your mouth. There we go. If you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. We'll be right back. Mr. Jonathan, blindfolded, tricks, kicks, and lots more right here on the Cigar Authority.
old cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancata. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And faith. The authority on everything cigar. In. Yeah, you and out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your host. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake. Do it. 
And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Mr. Jonathan is blind. He's got his blindfold on. And uh, we'll get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do quite the opposite with Old Fart Freddy in the aging room and answer some questions from the mailbag, that and lots more. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Mr. Jonathan. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, at the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop. And we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You can catch us at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live. What a ridiculous thing. I'm wearing a blindfold on a radio show. It doesn't even matter. We could have faked this. No problem. Uh, But uh, you can catch us. I already said that, didn't I? Uh, the podcast. You can get the uh, podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. How did I do? Bam. Pretty good? Yeah. All right. I so just need a chuck. I Pow. need a chuck to walk Pow. me through it that one time. You got it. Nice job. All right. right. It's a couple hours with the uh, blindfold and, and you get your senses are improving. I'm going to tell you this. I don't want to. I did kind of beat the cigar up. I don't care for it. I probably. Wouldn't pay more than $2 for it, and that makes me a little nervous to say that. So I'm not even going to really make a guess. I'm just going to say that it's Dominican, it's low primings, it's not well fermented. I'm leaving it at that. Would you Would you buy it for the store? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Maybe it's a Cohiba Cuban? It drew, so I mean, I don't know if it was Cuban, but... Okay, those that are watching on our video feed know exactly what it is. It is a Macanudo. Oh, you made me it, smoke that? It is the highest selling cigar in the United States. Well, I'll tell you if they so came you out should with buy it, it for your store because it's the biggest selling cigar. If they came out with there it right now, I would take it on. Two kinds of cigars: those that sell and those that don't. Macanudo, whether you like it or not, sells. So I do buy it. You do buy it, and you buy a lot of them. But I wouldn't buy it if it came out now. Yeah? So it's living off an old reputation. It is. It was a different cigar in those days. And I've was, smoked some of those, and they are exceptional. Yeah, the Jamaican version yeah, of it. Yeah, but it is uh, – you didn't mention hay, I don't believe, and that's, that's what I get when the, I smoke it. Yeah, when I first, first lit it up, yeah? I said that. Yeah, but the, the very first draw, it was it's got a hay-like wet, which is when I, when I smoke it blind, and, I, and I've been blind-tested a Macanudo many times um, – it's the hay right off the bat. And the I hay and the, the piss. <laughs> I don't know about it's that. too much piss. I don't know about that. Sand leaf, man. The low primings. Is that, is that what's going on there? Ugh. All right. We're going to uh, get you on the next cigar. I am going to those that are watching on the video feed. I'll bring it up. You can see what it is over here. Here, Chuck. I'll give you one. You keep that. Right. I am going to take the band off so you can't see what that is. I have a blindfold on. <laughs> well, you can't feel what it is. Feel what it is. <clears throat> Here's the cigar for you. And you can feel it. You can uh, All right, now, do whatever you're going to do. Because we said Brickhouse before, right off the bat, this could be Brickhouse. Could be Brickhouse. Right it's up the it. right Feeling length. It. It's the right length. It's the right thickness. It's got the feel of that toothy wrapper to it. We're going to keep ours on there. I wish we could be, for those old enough to remember, password. 
And the password oh, yeah. is, and yeah. you could say what the answer is because it's a radio show. We should have thought of something <sighs> like that that Jeez. shut his mic off and his headphone off yeah. and give the answer or something. But anyway, um, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So I'm going to cut above, All right, so if above you, the cap, not to go too far. If Mr. Ever, Jonathan is going to cut his above the cap without knowing where the cap well, is. Well, I found a trick. The trick is you reach your finger on the other side of the cutter and you feel the cap. Oh. And then you know how much you've taken off. I wonder if we huh? ha- have any. Huh? You may have not taken enough. Hang on. I'll test it from the other side. <laughs> yeah, maybe I didn't take enough. Yeah. It's too very little. Now, we must have, with, with both of our listeners, no, <laughs> <laughs> we must have a blind <clears throat> listener to the show. Oh, I would imagine. And if we do, okay. I, I was going to say email us, but could he do that? Of course. Yeah? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be nice to um, tell us, um, you know. I think I took too much off that time. Tell us, um, you know, how, you know, he probably couldn't, couldn't explain to us how he experiences it because it's the only That's way he, he knows. knows. Yeah. So I guess Jonathan would be best to to do this. Uh, very, very interesting. We're going to use uh, the vertical lighter again. What is this lighter? This is the Cobra. It is a $29.99 uh, lighter, triple jet. Uh, you flip the top up with your thumb, press down on the button. It does have a built-in bullet cutter, which I'm not a fan of the bullet cutter, but there are times you get stuck on the golf course or whatever. You don't have a cutter in your bag, and it is nice to have that yeah, attached there. to the cutter. Yeah, it's just there in case you need it. You know what it also has, which isn't helping to Mr. Jonathan very much, but it has a built-in mirror in the inside of the lid. So as I'm toasting the cigar, you know, you, you, you get it, and you, you're taking a drawer on it, and then you usually blow on the other side of the cigar to see if you got it all. Mm-hmm. You don't have to because you can look inside the little mirror. That is handy. And actually know well, that you got the whole thing. It is a the the lid is a nice little guide. You press against the lid a little bit, and then you know your your lighting. And if you wanted to check your mascara or anything like that, listen, I wear glasses, and I can st- I can see my eye perfectly. It's a nice little mirror that's in there, and it's a big tank. It's got a little window on the side of it, and uh, Vertigo's doing it, baby. They're doing it. Yeah, they're getting it done. Yep. So uh, this is a cigar we may or may not have had before. It is a cigar that may uh, be a size that we never wow. carried before. What's oh, the wow? You messed with me on this one, man. Oh, curveball. This Cur- is this is not Brickhouse. Brickhouse is vanilla <clears throat> when you light it. It has a vanilla flavor. This is molasses. This is an earthy molasses. I have a guess right off the bat. Really? Yeah. And you tried to trick me. I know what you did. I know exactly what you did. You hit up your buddy, uh, JR and Scott Weeks, and you said, send me a recluse cigar that is round because that is the only cigar I've ever smoked that has that distinct molasses and earth flavor right off the bat. Just ring the bell. 
This Ladies is, and gentlemen, this is unbelievable. This is recluse this, round. This, this is unbelievable because he couldn't be further from correct. Get out of here. You couldn't be further. This, is, this has to be recluse in the round. It is not recluse. And uh, it is a round cigar. You can feel that it's round, but it is not recluse. Uh, but it's interesting how positive you are that it is. And I'm not... Oh, man. Blowing it with you. I'm telling you the truth. Is, I don't want you to think I'm messing with you, and it really is, and then I'm going to change your mind throughout the whole thing. This is not a recluse cigar. It is a round cigar. Tell me that this doesn't have that molasses flavor to it, though. Molasses and earth? Hmm. You're not uh, messing with me. You promise. I promise. Yeah. I promise. You know, I, I can see the recluse. On your mother's, cigar. what's yeah. left of your mother's hearing. Yes. You promise. I do. All right. I can, I can see where you went with this, why you're saying that. So, Because uh, you didn't really mess with me on any of the other. I mean, slip me a Macanudo. That's messed up. But this is that. It's so distinct. Oh, man. Yep. It's delicious. All right. It's time to uh, go to the social media segment of the show. Social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. Are you taking the lead on this one? Are you waiting for me to do it? Because I can't read. Oh, no. All recluse cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over a course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a recluse cigar today. I got it. So we're going to do the best tweets. Apparently, Mr. Jonathan saw all week, so I'm going to read this for him. My head hurts, so we can't have sex tonight. Said by no man ever. That's correct. Ever notice how the spooning always comes after the forking? There was a distinct <laughs> pattern of sex on the, uh, these particular tweets. Oh, God. When life hands you pig hooves and horse gums, make hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Exercising can add years to your life. True story. I jogged four miles yesterday, and now I feel like I'm 74. That was me that wrote that one, because I did. And the best tweet I saw all week, if we get hoarders addicted to crack, they will sell all their crap, boom, both problems solved. Yeah, baby. And today's social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar, the old Cuban way, for an effortless and perfect Perfect draw draw every time. time. Recluse Cigars, baby. And you thought this was reckless hoarders. Cigar, so that's uh, hoarders addicted to crack. It's genius. Y- yeah, it's genius. <laughs> so you think this is reckless cigar? Do you like reckless? I'm afraid to even ask the question. I do like reckless. So do you like this? I do. This is really good. Right off the bat, really good. So okay, all right. It's got a toothy wrapper. I don't think we've had this on the show. No hints. All right. No hints. All right. If it isn't if it isn't recluse, I've never smoked it before. This is new. All right. We'll see if it's new. Speaking of new cigars, Jose Blanco is to release his first cigar ever. If you're a cigar geek, you know the name, but it is his first cigar brand ever owned by Jose Blanco called Sonorial. <laughs> Sonorial? Senorial. Senorial. Uh, it will launch uh, very, very soon. Shipments of the smoke, uh, the smokes will begin on Monday, June 9th, being shipped out. We already have our order in. 
Okay, Jose began in the cigar industry with La Aurora in the Dominican Republic, then worked at Hoy de Nicaragua and created the CYB brand with them. That's Cuanca y Blanco. He's the B. And remember, they came out with Cuanca y Blanco, and they had to uh, stop producing the cigar called Cuanca y Blanco because actually somebody had that trademark. Right. <laughs> How crazy is that? I couldn't even pronounce it. I finally got it, and then they had to take it away, and it's CYB, which I can handle all day long, uh, which is very good cigar. Um, he has been, uh, Jose Blanco has been in more cigar shops in the past few years, I would argue, than any other human being. This guy's been on tour. Yes. Uh, he's been working on his new blend for months now. His new owned company is called Las Cumbres Tobacco in the Dominican Republic. Say that five times fast. Uh, having the brand made at Las Palmas, which is owned by Hochi Blanco. His cousin. Same name, actually. And his, yes, that's th- his cousin. His cousin, Jose Blanco, makes the boxes. Yes. So there's three Jose Blancos. Yeah, there's a lot more than that, probably. You know, it's like John <laughs> Smith, I guess, down there. But Hochi is really Jose, but they call him Hochi Blanco. He does Las Palmas, which Las Palmas um, is the person that makes the aging room and the swag and all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, it, it's funny that Jose had never really worked with his cousin before on a project or anything like that. Well, this is actually his first cigar, so there it is. The cigar itself is a wrapper of Habano, Ecuador. The binder is from Nicaragua, and the filler is a mixture of Dominican Palado Cubano and Corojo seed grown by Hochi Blanco himself. All right, here's what I want you guys to do. All right. Lick the wrapper of this. Uh, really? It's a little oily. Okay. I have things to this say. This is but a I, dark. I this is a dark cigar. You can feel all the bumps and everything on it. Yeah, but that, that wouldn't make a difference because Havao has a toothy wrapper. Just by feel, you might think that it ends up being dark, but it isn't. Uh, that's Ecuadorian uh, grown Connecticut shade with the toothy wrapper. This is toothy, but you can taste. You can actually feel the oil on it. This is um, like a broadleaf of some kind. It's a, it's it would be Connecticut broadleaf of the only kind, I think. There's other broadleaf. Really? Yeah. It's, you could take that seed and grow it anywhere. Okay. Uh, Satorial will come in five sizes, a five and a half by 46, um, $7, a five and a half, five and a quarter by 52, a six by 54, a six by 60 at $10, and a Bellicoso six and a quarter by 52 at $11. <laughs> Um, geez, the Bellicoso stuff ain't going good, especially when it's priced so much higher than the other ones. Uh, just a heads up, um, Jose Blanco, but we'll see what ends up happening. You, you as a buyer, did you order every size? Because we did love them. Did not order the Bellicoso. Really? And I would say this is something that's not going to sell well, and, and you didn't order it anyway. Correct. So that's, uh, that's interesting. And uh, we could be wrong. I mean, listen, I would never imagine 6x60s, 7x70s, and ridiculous 8 by uh, six by eighties um, would sell and look at Asylum, right? Yeah, crazy. See, I thought you were going to hand me one of those. <laughs> yeah, <ask. laughs> to see if I could tell. Yeah, well, I have no idea um, what this is. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so, uh, good luck to uh, Jose Blanco. This is not his cigar. I want to uh, preface by saying that. No, it isn't because that, that's going to be Dominican, and this is certainly not Dominican. This one is difficult to place the country of origin because there is some of the 
flavors of Honduras without the bite. And there's a little bit of the spice going on uh, from Nicaragua, but it's also sweet. Hmm. It's a very complex blend. There's, there's lots going on here. There's lots of countries I'm tasting. So last hour, uh, your first cigar that you smoked was the Diamond Crown. The Diamond Crown experience has begun across cigar stores all across the country. Uh, it's a buy three Diamond Crowns, and you get a chance to win the Diamond Crown experience. They're giving mugs out, and they're giving ashtrays along with it. But just buy three cigars at participating cigar shops across America, and you get a chance to win the uh, three-day, two-night Diamond Crown experience, which we experienced, and we will experience once again because the prize includes the three-day, two-night smoking experience, mm. which will be October 16th, 17th, and 18th. Mark your calendars. October 16th, 17th, and 18th includes round-trip airfare for two to Tampa, Florida. Deluxe accommodations. It was a nice hotel. Yeah. Um, tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum in Tampa. Tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory including cigars, dinner in the boardroom. We were in the boardroom. We were in the, we didn't have dinner in the boardroom. That's going to be fun. You know where I think it's going to be, actually? You know that big room that they had? Yeah. Um, the political room or yeah, whatever yeah. they called it, because there's going to be a lot of people there. Right. Uh, first class seating at the Tampa Bay Lightning Game in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. Including which is, cigars. Including cigars. And you can pick anything you want in the cabin. Smoke cigars and watch the hockey game. Chuck Morrison was in his glory. Hell he yeah. was. Hell he yeah. Was. Food, drinks. Let me tell you about the drinks. After the game is over, the Thank bar you. stayed open two more hours. It was open bar. Crazy. Yeah, it was craziness. It was, and it was for everybody. It was crazy. It wasn't just for us. Cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home, that was special. Mm. Uh, Something they added on this trip, too, that wasn't in the first trip is they give you some free time to go exploring. Four hours, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Uh, on Saturday. Uh, before the game, Maybe. I saw it on the And the let me itinerary. tell you, you can walk to the game. We did walk to the we game. We did. You walk out of the hotel and you walk across the parking lot and you're in the game. Yeah. Um, and you will sit on, in on the Cigar Authority taping from the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory and Museum. We'll do the show. And maybe we'll interview a few people that are on it. And who knows what we'll do. We won't do this uh, because this is only for professionals. But it includes all the cigars and everything. The drawing date in all the stores is going to be June 30th. So you have that would about be 40 days. If we blindfolded, let's say we picked a panel of six people yeah. and we give them one of the three of the Diamond Crowns and we have them dis- tell which one is which. Wow. Oh, I like I, that. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Is this the regular Connecticut? Is yeah. this the, uh, the um, Maximus or is this the Julius Caesar? Yeah. That would be interesting. That is interesting. All right. got to come up with something to, uh, to do like that because uh, – it's really good. Um, okay, Chuck, are you ready? I'm ready, baby. While you're enjoying life to the fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. How to be more debonair and more gentleman-like is Mr. Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never, ever 
be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, spring is here. Summer is approaching, which means one thing and one thing only. That people are going to cheat when it comes to the, this day in classic uh, history. Oh. We did. We cheated. We, I knew you cheated. We did. Okay. The cat's out of the bag. There's All no right. way. But that was fine. <laughs> Wedding season is amongst us. Wedding season is here. The gentleman way to be an usher. Now, we're going to discuss the best man on a different show because this is a lengthy discussion, gentlemen. And it's that time of year. So let's just get to some roots of being a gentleman as an usher or groomsman. Now, first and foremost, remember that it is an honor to be asked, so take it seriously. Remember, your gentlemanly responsibility include things such as seating guests, manning doors, and making sure that things are running smoothly. You're there to serve the bride and groom and to ask what you can do to make their day extra special and run perfectly smoothly. I now, here's a, here's a couple tips here. You want to pay attention during the rehearsal the night before. Gentlemanly tip here is to strive to be the best groomsman amongst the group. All right? How do you do this? You be courteous. You be attentive. And always go above and beyond at every opportunity. What did you say? <laughs> Number two is you want to show up on time, right? Yeah. Not only that, be early, all right? One of your unwritten responsibilities as a groomsman is to ensure that the groom is ahead of schedule, on time, and is where he needs to be, all right? Another gentleman tip here is to act as a host, all right? Work the room. Offer to take people's coats, direct folks to the restrooms, know where the gifts and cards are to be placed. Remember, you're not there to socialize, you're there to serve before and during the ceremony. Make sense? Yeah. All right. All right. Now, when ushering guests to their seats, remember the first two or three rows are reserved typically for immediate family members. All right. Friends and family of the groom are Normally seated to the right if you're facing down at the altar. Friends and family of the bride are typically on the left. This is helpful information, gentlemen. Yep. A gentleman will always offer, very important here, not his left arm, his right arm to women or a group of women. And if there's a group of women, you know what you do? You offer your right arm to the oldest woman in the group. Ah. Another, another point here. A little respect there. When escorting a single man or a group of men, Mr. Jonathan, do not give your arm. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Simply ask them to follow you to their seats. When offering your arm to women company, it is to be at a 90-degree angle, something I recently learned here. No straight arm escorting allowed, ever. It just looks awful. And lastly, during the ceremony itself, you want to help late arrivals seat quietly in the back of the room, and you want to make sure that the groom looks like a champ. Last but not least, you want to be... Debonair. Now, there is, there is one little thing that's different when you are walking into a room, or you're being announced by the disc jockey or the band leader. Mm -hmm. When you walk in, she is supposed to be on your left arm because tradition says that you need to be able to draw your sword with your right. What? Oh. So when you walk into the room... You need your sword hand free. Right, because we're going to be drawing swords. Well, and this is old church, school right here. I say you don't bring a sword to a church. <laughs> I would agree. You bring a gun to a gunfight. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, my that, goodness. Well, that's, that, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the debonair way. It's brought to you by debonair cigars and rum. The question always is, my friends, are you are debonair, debonair enough? I am. Well, you weren't debonair enough to show up. For Phil Zangy, who was here last week, oh. 
and we had a good time. I'm sure you did. Uh, and Omar was here from Fatello, and you weren't here. Uh, Omar never met you before. No. We talked Hi, guys. This is Omar De Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Beautiful. Beautiful. He was a uh, big man, and we went to a restaurant called, called Fratello's. I've been there. And Phil came with us, too. And uh, we had a good time, and we had laughs, and uh, it was great to see uh, these two guys uh, uh, collaborate and, and talk business. You know, uh, Phil's been in the business, my God, 20-plus years. Yeah, almost too long. Omar has been in the business nine months. He is going to be a superstar. Well, go you back heard to, it here first. Go back to Phil for a second. Yeah. I didn't realize how much of a player he, oh, and an authority God. He is in the cigar world. He knows more about tobacco oh. than any other human being because he knows every aspect from chewing tobacco, pipe tobacco, um, machine-made yeah. cigars. Handmade, uh, premium. Oh, everything. Everything. Unreal. Unreal. And then Omar, to your point, I mean, former basketball player, professional yeah. basketball player. Now well, he's nine, like months. nine feet tall. The dude can dunk the basketball without jumping. Rocket scientist. Rocket really? scientist. He works for NASA. A rocket he, scientist. He left us. He uh, left on... Sunday morning, and Monday morning at 6 o'clock, he went to NASA and probably talked about coming here. Right. Like it meant anything. How long can he last? How long can he do this for? Oh, because his schedule is crazy. Monday through Thursday at NASA. I couldn't do it. And then cigars. You know what? He loves cigars so much, and I don't say he, he doesn't love um, NASA. I yeah. mean, he, he went to school. He, he graduated two years early from high school. Wow. And then went on there. A bilingual, uh, you know, uh, born in Puerto Rico, goes to Dominican Republic, um, and then comes to the United States. And he doesn't even have an accent like it's a second language. He speaks better than me. He is better than That's me. That's not He's better difficult. than me. No. He's he's an unbelievable guy, and those two guys together, it was a great uh, dinner with them that night. A lot of uh, people in the cigar business don't like being with the, with other people in the cigar business. It's all about them, not these two guys. They were uh, playing off each other and helping each other. It was it was awesome, and they just wondered why I was all by myself and I had nobody uh, helping me. And it was Mr. Jonathan that didn't show up. And yeah, I was burying my grandfather. No excuse. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the picture on Facebook, but I, uh, I not only put my flower up, but I was smoking one of his cigars, one of the last boxes that he owned, which was given to me uh, after his passing. And so I smoked the cigar during the, uh, the burial ceremony. And then when it was time to walk up and pay my final respects, I put the rose down and I rested the cigar in the casket the way he oh, would do really? for me. Absolutely. So he was buried with it? He was buried with it. Really? Okay. Good man. All right. Uh, I'm going to let you finish up the last of that cigar. We're going to go to break. And when you come back, you're going to take your final guesses on that. And we're going to light up the fourth cigar for you. And we'll see what you think of it. So uh, we'll get that when we get back. We're going to look at our calendar, see what's going on in the cigar world. we got Old Fart Freddy. we got the Asylum and uh, lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. I. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. 
They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yeah, you are. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Double blind. Mr. Jonathan cannot see the cigar. The I know what it has is. Been re- and he knows what it is. And, uh, okay, this is, this is the time. So right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through the questions again. I don't know where I put them. Well, I'm going to tell you that this, this cigar... Uh, could sell for as much as as ten, eleven dollars. Wow! It probably is in the the seven dollar range. So uh, it could sell that much, but you think it's a it's a bargain brand? I would certainly buy this for the store, and I think that once again, and I'm not to be suspect of you, but this is how you roll. You kept this from me. This is the new. Garofalo Maduro. It is not. There is no Garofalo Maduro. No, but it you're working on a secret natural, blend. Friend. You're working on a secret blend that you didn't it. even tell me about. This is. I've been working on that for a years. Flavor bomb of molasses. Now I'm picking up some black pepper going on. It's well aged. The draw is unbelievable. I have to imagine that the burn is good because when I went to ash, the ash went off flat because I scraped it on the thing. There was no. Uh, lump or bump on it, so uh, that tells me that even blindfolded, I can light a cigar better than most consumers. Because you are the cigar their, authority. I will eyes. say you are the cigar authority. You you belong here. So I'm not loving that you're here, but you belong here. <laughs> is it a natural, shade-grown, or Maduro? This is, uh, I'm, I have to go Maduro. It, it's got that oiliness to it. Uh, it's definitely dark. I'm going Maduro. Is it mild, full-bodied in between? This is medium plus. Plus. And it is Garofalo Maduro. Um, it is not. Uh, you would buy it for the store. Would you buy it for yourself? Is this something that goes in your wheelhouse? Would you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would buy yeah. this for myself. Country of origin? This is uh, this is Nicaraguan. This is Nicaraguan. And what is it? I already made my guess. I, still, I don't care what you say. This is Garofalo Maduro. Well, this is something uh, we have never had before. It is something that just made its way into the store. Um, maybe you did try it. You probably tried samples of it before it came in. This is a sun-grown broadleaf, which could be construed as a Maduro, yes. Okay. Um, the outside wrapper um, is Pennsylvania. What? Wow. Pennsylvania sun-grown broadleaf. And that, you know what? That explains that earthy quality to it. Uh, Pennsylvania tobacco ends up having that earthiness to it. So, yeah, I got you. Cuban seed, Corojo binder from Costa Rica. Nice. No kidding. Hot. Hot Costa Rica, baby. They're growing some tobacco down there, and it's delicious. The filler is Honduran Corojo and Nicaraguan Criollo. Okay. This is made by Jesus Fuego. Get out of here. This is the Americana? This is the Americana. Wow. And uh, this first shipment has just arrived. Only 150 boxes of each size worldwide. So it's not going to be easy to find right now, but um, they are getting them out the best they can. They're not going to rush it. Uh, They're going to, because this is actually his highest end cigar he has made before. It is sold in the $10 range. Okay. Um, And uh, this is um, his most expensive cigar that he's produced. 
It's very he, good. He flavor got, bomb. Yeah. He has a new cigar coming out at the IPCPR show called Heat. Back to his $6 price range type of thing. But this is him showing the best he can do. You notice all the Corojo that's in here? Yeah. This is his father growing uh, Cuban seed Corojo. This is the real deal, folks. The fa- this, they, they, were, they were born in El Corojo, Cuba. These are the people that have it. There's, people sp- spread that word around, Corojo, like everybody's got it. Uh, what's the one that comes to mind? Is Punch. Mm. Punch Red Corojo. It's not Corojo. You know, it's just an old name of what, what they put in there. But right. it drives me crazy that um, this is the family, and they and they lost everything to um, Fidel. Fidel Castro. But um, it is. Did uh, you see the picture on Facebook of uh, Rafael Nadal? And he's got a. He came across a Cuban doll, and he put his fist up to the doll, and he says, "This is the closest I'm going to get to punching this MF." Real wow. face. Yeah, people don't awesome. realize how much they hate. You know, you, you talk to some of these cigar makers that were born in Cuba. And, uh, you know, basically gone on a raft and risked their life to get to the United States. And you say, oh, uh, I love Cuban cigars. And here, you want to have a Cuban cigar with me? They want nothing to do with right. it, folks. You're, well, Frank you're Herrera insulting them. now sworn on the show three times because. He's off. He's off for yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cigar law. Yeah. He should know better. But he gets all impassioned when that's you right. mention. That's right. That's right. And by by all means, I mean, I asked for it. I was on Fidel Castro's birthday. And yeah, I mentioned yeah. it to him. And that was it. Bump. We were off the air. And that was the end of that. So <laughs> notice we don't have a lot of uh, phoning Five, guests anymore. $5,000 <laughs> yeah. fine. No big deal. <laughs> phoning guests. Eh. eh. Not, not taking the chance. So uh, text us or, or Facebook us or um, email us on thecigarauthority.com. Or join us live in the chat. Yeah, and ask any question you want, and we'll make sure that we'll leave the explicit out All right. of that. I am ready for cigar number four. Cigar number four. Here it is. You're going to smoke it alone, and uh, there it is there. Should we, hold, should we show the camera? The folks. Oh, geez, I pulled the band off oh, it. Oh. You can show the band. I can Maybe. If we can find it. If we can find right. it. Otherwise, we can, I can turn down Mr. Jonathan's... Uh, Nope, I got it. Yeah, sorry. There we go. Oh yeah. All right, gold, Jerry. All right. So uh, you're gonna cut that. You're feeling it. Feels a little different. Yeah, it's uh, box pressed. So Mr. Jonathan is trying something. And, may, uh, have, may have, may not ever smoked before. We'll see. Uh, text the word cigars to 96,000, 96,000, and get in on our texting program. We will keep you up to date on what's happening on the Cigar Authority and give out prizes now and then. We're not doing it this week because Mr. Jonathan has a blindfold on <laughs> and wouldn't be able to uh, perform what he needs to do. So he cut a cigar, and he's lighting it with, with a blindfold on. His lighter is actually not lighting. I'm going to maybe a low. Take mine. It's the same thing, but it's the gray version. This is the Vertigo, right? This is the... Yeah, it's on. Um, testing to see if the flame is on. This is the Cobra. The Cobra. The uh, triple jet Cobra at 29 $29.99. Unbelievable. So this is basically the firing squad for Mr. Jonathan. He's wearing the, um, the, um, the antenna around his eyes so he can't see. And this is because he missed last week's show. So this is uh, the firing light. Click, click it again. Nope, it's not working. You want to borrow my Vertico? No, I've got the Illuminator. No, tip it down a little bit. Cause you, yeah, there we go. You're just not letting the fuel in. 
It's all right. I can tell I'm lit. You're lit. There you go. Oh, you, you're kind of like blowing it out. That's what you're doing. And we're going to continue to smoke the Americana ourselves. Phenomenal, by the way. Uh, s- sweet molasses type of thing. You, you, you hit the nail on the head on that one, too. So uh, pretty good. Um, it is time to go into the aging room with Old Fat Freddy. So uh, let's begin that and see what Mr. Old Fat Freddy has to say this week. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, you have to push one for English. In my day, number one you could do behind any tree without worrying about being labeled a sex offender. Yeah, you could. Everything else was in English. Nowadays, you have to push two for Spanish. In my day, the only concern surrounding the number two was being careful not to wipe your butt with poison ivy leaves. Nowadays, you have to push three for Mandarin. In my day, it was three strikes and you're out. Three balls meant a promising career as a circus freak. We were tree-peeing, leaf-wiping men with two balls and three strikes. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged... Some are not. Hey, honey, let's play a game. I'll kiss you on the strikes if you kiss me on the balls. Whoa! Ew! Hey. Oh, hey. oh, hey. There's no need of that. <clears throat> Ready. This yeah. is a, uh, this is right off the light. It's a pepper bomb. This could be Tatuaje. You could have saved one of the, uh, it's box press, so it could be the TAA uh, Tatuaje. Could be. Could be Floaty Lost and Tias. It's Floaty Lost and Tias. Final answer. Wow. 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 There's only there's only really two cigars that it could have wow. been being box pressed and having that much pepper right on the light. Yeah. He's got it, folks. And the, you know, I want to make fun of him and say yeah. he's not all that. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Skills. You got it. it. And there is something to it. I, I mean, I, I amaze myself sometimes when we do this blind, you know, and I get to see the cigar that I, I smoke it and literally yeah. in, in one minute, less than a minute or something, I have a good idea it's that cigar. And sometimes you kind of talk yourself out of it as you get going and thing. But right off the in, initial thing, I mean, these there's a profile of a tobacco maker. Don Pepin Garcia, for instance, mm. he's got the citrusy, peppery taste. Right However, wherever, yeah. whatever he ferments, and, and it's, as soon as you light the, the cigar, you know that, okay, this is him making a cigar. Now, what cigar is it? Well, going back H- to... Chateau Riel, how many times have you guessed it before even lighting it? There's yeah. only one cigar with that shade of wrapper, yeah. with that sheen to it. Right. What happened to that, by the way? Is it gone forever? Yeah, they ended up giving it out to one of the mail-order guys, and they actually, uh, you know, changed the, you know, lower primings and whatever to mass-produce the thing. It was, yeah. it was unfortunate. Uh, you know what? Uh, I remember Steve Sarkin saying to me, we can't continue to make a cigar of this quality um, at that price. Yeah, they ended up raising the price a few times on it. 
and we were still behind it. I mean, this thing was as good as anything out there as far as a uh, smooth cigar. I mean, it was top, top quality. The outside wrappers were something Davidoff would use. I mm. mean, really, really unbelievable Gorgeous. cigar. Gorgeous. They made a Maduro version that I thought was uh, nowhere in the in the same uh, realm of what the shade did. The Maduro version was a disappointment, in yeah. my opinion. Um, Which is probably why you're so scared to do a uh, Garofalo Maduro. I, tr- I tried lots of samples of Garofalo Maduro using different tobacco. I wasn't happy about it um, any time, and we've tried every kind of um, Maduro wrapper that was on it. By the way, Maduro is a scarcity product right now. There's not a lot of it out there, and what you're seeing out there is a lot of cheating going on, um, basically dyeing the stems, dyeing the tobacco with rotted stems, for lack of a better word, and... Um, Sheen is put on it, which is some oil-based something that makes it shine. And um, uh, every trick in the book to actually have something that's there. I'm not going to put it out until there's an abundance of uh, Maduro wrapper that we can actually make it correctly and do it. I got one shot of doing it right. And uh, we did, as I feel, we did it right when it comes to the natural. We did it right. Nick Perdomo did it right. Yeah. Um, because he brought me the finished product, and there was nothing to, nothing to uh, say, basically, at that point, that uh, this is it. This is the best I can do. And I'm like, wow. Never blind taste test Dave on a Nick Perdomo torpedo. <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't have to light it. Yeah. Every, he's the only one with that level of point. Hmm. And they trim the ends with scissors yeah. to get it that pointy. Yeah. They, oh, wow. Unbelievable work they put onto it. And um, Nick says our torpedoes are the greatest. And I said, they are. He goes, why don't they sell that well? Why don't you sell more torpedoes? And the fact of the matter is people aren't buying torpedoes. That's what I worry about when it comes to this uh, um, Jose Blanco new cigar, that um, the torpedo is a dollar more than the biggest size cigar he has. Yeah. How 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 often do 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 manufacturers come to you guys as retailers? Not enough. Yeah, to to figure out what's selling. Yeah, not, border, bordering on never. Yeah, not enough. Um, there is uh, advisory boards. I sit on the Davidoff advisory board. You see a lot of great things that they did this year, yeah. uh, last year, and what's, what's coming up in the future. I can't even talk about, uh, and that is because they do have a dozen retailers that they sit with for days to try to get input of what it is, and then, boom, they end up hitting them out of the ballpark with uh, some of the things they did, like the Davidoff Nicaraguan with the uh, re-blend and re-look of the Camacho, um, the different things they have coming out in the future. Holy God, wait till wait you see what's coming out from them. Uh, we're going to get into that next week. We're going to talk next week about uh, new cigars coming out for the trade show. I have some intelligence that I can uh, reveal, and I will re- reveal some of that on next week's show and we'll see what's going on there. But right now, let's take a peek into the asylum and see what crazy thing you came up with, Mr. Jonathan, for this week. True or not true? They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, 
That's asylum. The ticket was issued by the federal police force at the VA Medical Center in downtown Charleston after Christopher Lewis refilled his soda without paying the 89-cent charge for the refill. A hospital spokesperson called it a theft of government property. According to a hospital spokesperson, signs are posted in the cafeteria informing patrons that refills are not free. Lewis says he never noticed the sign and admits he had refilled his drink without paying on several other occasions. He says after he went back for seconds on Wednesday, a man who identified himself as the chief of police stopped him. Lewis says he tried to pay the 89 cents right there but wasn't allowed to, and he says he wasn't given the chance to pay the cashier either. Not only did he receive a federal citation and a $525 fine, he also lost his job at the VA hospital. Wow. That's insane. That's asylum. It's also why I get my soda at Taco Bell. Free refills. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming True to story. take me away. True story. Oh, Crazy. Let's let him pay the 89 cents. He didn't see the sign. Give me a break. It's not theft of government. Dude lost his job over a refill. <laughs> right? Ridiculous. And then when he tries to pay, oh, no, you got caught. Give me a break. Right, right. Um, the Cigar Authority calendar, father and son cigar dinner planned, uh, our third annual. It will be the day before Father's Day, and we will have on the show Hendrik Kellner and his son. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, he, he, and in the store, because the day before, he's going to be in um, the Nashua store for half a day, the Seabrook store for a half a day, and here in Salem all day. And an hour before he leaves, he's going to do one of those tongue-tasting yeah. uh, little seminars for people standing around and, and pull it off. In here, maybe we can pull it off right right here upstairs or do it right right by the register. People come in and, and be part of it. I don't know. Um, we also have Don Bignigno. He said it. Uh, Saturday, August 2nd. He uh, has his visa. He's flying in, and he speaks no English. Perfect. So, <laughs> so we got to have it made there. So I said, please learn a couple of things or whatever, but we'll try to get them on. Maybe it'll be a very short segment. We'll see what happens. All or right. maybe it turns into a whole thing. Now that the whole thing's over and I got the cigar, can I take this stupid blindfold off? No, man. Commitment. Commit. Commit. No, so no, he knows what it is. Take it off. There's no let reason. Let his that... eyes adjust a little oh. bit. Let, let, let his eyes adjust. We'll see what happens. Because it's completely, I mean, it's. Three hours probably between <laughs> the pregame thing. Wow. And he's got the, the marks on his face because he had it on there. Yeah, that thing on so, oh, man. You played it fair. You played fair. You did played good. Fair. You did good. How, how was it? that. Though? No cigars on the floor. Right. You, you, put, you put the oh, ash in there. Right. You did good. Did a good job. You done good. I, and I was thinking of having a bucket of water here and all kinds of different <laughs> you things. You water on me more yeah. than once. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't uh, water. Madonna della Cava, we brought that up a little bit. That's an Italian feast happening in the north end of Boston. We did it last year. We'll do it again this year. That's going to be August 9th. New Perdomo Cigars coming out August 16th. Ooh. And we will be the first in the nation. Nice. Uh, we will get them, and uh, we will have them on the show and talk about them. And then moving ahead to August 23rd, the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Are we in? In Colorado. We're in, but I haven't got any confirmation of anything 
which makes me nervous. But anyway, whether they have us or not, it is a great time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, you go on to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Just Google it. They, they have a website where you can get tickets to it. They expect uh, thousands of people, 4,000 yeah. people or something. It's growing every year. And they made it a different place. They have a new venue where it's going to be. Now, remember, uh, Colorado is legalized recreational marijuana. We want to talk about that next week. Of, um, we want to get some pot brownies. Yeah. And uh, maybe it will be a very interesting show. I don't know. Yeah. I am here to tell you I have never inhaled yeah. nor, nor drew on marijuana. I'm what probably about, a real uh, oddity, but. What about eating a, a brownie? Never. Would you eat a brownie? No. Really? Well, he'd eat a brownie. Maybe not. Yeah. I, I ate a brownie last night, but it was just a regular one. I like a brownie, but I don't want to. Uh, I got so many brain cells. I need them. <laughs> As we get older, they start dropping off. I don't need to speed up that process in any way, shape, or form as far as I'm concerned. But uh, that's that. Uh, Chuck, you got a mailbag or anything yeah, we can take, take a look at? And see? We always get mail, man. we got a lot of them here. I'm going to yeah. choose one just because of relevancy to, yeah. uh, to the blindfolding today. Uh, and, again, this was uh, submitted through the Contact Us page over at thecigarauthority.com. Yeah. And it's written by Brian out in uh, Redondo Beach, California. California. Nice. Brian writes, I understand about the storage of cigars in cellophane, that they can still breathe and receive humidity through the cellophane itself. But True. what about glass or metal tubes? Ah. I have a few nice cigars and tubes that have been aging. Uh, I've, never been, I've never taken them out of their original tubes but is this the right choice for storing or aging my cigars? Appreciate it. Love you guys. Brian, Redondo Beach, California. Well, I would say that the tube itself is not airtight in most cases. So you certainly can leave your cigar in. That's how they, they're shipped. They're stored in our humidor in the tube. Uh, I think you're okay. Myself, I would undo the end of it and leave it in with the end undone. But leave it in the glass tube, but with the end Leave off. it in the tube. A lot of times in the tube, they've got the, the cedar tube. around it. Yeah. So the, the blender wants that cedar infusing into the cigar. So you don't want to take it off of that. But six of one half dozen the other. I would do the same. I have, I have done it, and I have loosened the cap almost off. Yeah. Uh, and left them for a long period of time that way. Remember, uh, for the most part, uh, tube cigars, you're paying for the tube. Uh, glass tubes, um, if they have a plastic cap on the end of it, it, it is a real airtight seal, uh, too airtight as far as I'm concerned. Um, if it has a cork in it, uh, there is some breathing that goes on. That's why you end up kind of locking it up with wine and tipping it on the side. Yeah. Um, but I, I would loosen both, uh, take it off or loosen it uh, to let it breathe. Um, it's a living, breathing type of thing. Tobacco is uh, is that, and that's what I would do. Uh, again, it, some of these things are uh, take the cellophane off, leave the cellophane on. Uh, you know, there's big arguments either way, and I was a big guy that used to like to take the cellophane off. Well, you have an allergy to cellophane. Yeah, I don't, I don't with um, latex that's built into the cellophane. I, t- I love to take them off, but when people would rummage through my humidor, when the tobacco cigars rub against the uh, each other, it ruins the wrapper. It hurts yeah. it, mm. and um, so I end up leaving it on. Uh, and I found that to be the best that I could do. And then I got the yellowing cellophane, and you can kind of see what the age is. And you could put a date on it. You can, you know. So 
I completely uh, did a 180 on this thing. It's uh, I leave the cellophane on. I'd leave the, the cigar in the tube, but I would make it so it could breathe a little. You don't have to bother opening the cellophane up or anything like that so it can breathe because it does breathe through the cellophane. Right. Some people buy a, a sealed cellophane cigar, and they say, uh, oh, I'm going to just leave it in the cellophane, or I'm going to leave it in the cigar box. I don't need a humidor. Mm. Oh, you absolutely do. And even if you bought something that, that had the little humi pack that's in it, it's a dried out piece of uh, thing with salt in it, and it, it's actually hurting <coughs> for any long time storage. Short term, different story, but long term. Yeah, if it's your cigar, you smoke every single day. You don't even really need a humidor. If you're going to smoke a box in two weeks, even, you're okay. And, and the cellophane does protect it for a little humidity for a short period of time. You see, when we put um, a display of cigars, the uncellophane cigars. My God, they drive so fast, yep. um, especially up in here in the Northeast where we have the elements changing all the time. Again, when I'm down in uh, one of these third-world countries with a lot of humidity, you put the cigars right on the table. I'm there for a week. They're, they're actually softer. Humidity works two ways. You've got to underhumidify or overhumidify. You don't want either to happen. You want to be in the 60 to 70% humidity range uh, for optimum. So that's the key there. So, very interesting. Thanks for playing that game, Mr. No, Jonathan. That was awesome. Yeah, good sport, Mr. J. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting My ears are killing me from this friggin' blindfold and the, the cups on the headset. Hurting. Here we go, hurting. Uh, next week, uh, John Cena, the father of um, John Cena, WWE champion, professional wrestler himself, uh, was interviewed here when we had the um, Luchador event. And uh, the luchador himself was interviewed, and also who came to visit us is the maker of the cigar brand, which is Jack Tarano. He's yeah. a uh, relative of the Tarano's, and he was here, too. We interviewed them. We'll play that next week. we got a bunch of mailbags. We'll get to more of those. Um, and uh, what else do we got? we got uh, an advanced look at new cigars coming out this year. We'll tell you what we can of there. And uh, Dr. S. Marcosi, Mark S. Marcosi, uh, talks about marijuana versus cigars. Did you see that report? I did. We'll talk about that and the scientific approach it has as we gear up for the FDA and let them know what's going on there. So remember, this show and every Cigar Authority show is absolutely free and as far as I'm concerned, worth every penny. Hell yeah. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you everybody for listening this week and every week. We appreciate it very much for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And uh, when you're smoking blind, and I mean blindfolded, <laughs> thank you once again to One Shot, One Kill for the bandana, which you can get with uh, only a few boxes. They're not doing them with the new boxes. So if you see a uh, cigar box, One Shot, One Kill with the bandana on it, scoop it up because they're collector's items. And uh, always remember, no matter what you're smoking, Keep the lid end out of your mouth. See you next week. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. 
Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie. 